Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you loved the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot. I am the Pocket Stylist. I'm an award-winning personal stylist and over the next few weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you lots of hints and tips about wardrobes, fashion, clothes, and I'm going to be joined by a number of guests. So I really hope you're going to enjoy listening to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Pocket Stylist podcast. Um, I hope you've enjoyed all the previous episodes. And today, I think you're going to love this one, too, because I'm going inside the wardrobe of Denise Ferguson. Denise, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yes, I'm good. Thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself to my lovely listeners? Hi, everybody. So my name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors, and I'm the UK's only commercial property surveyor that specialises in negotiating leases for salon owners. And you're not far from me either, are you? No, I'm in St Albans. You're in Windsor, aren't you? Yeah, so we're, we're not that far away demographically either. And I think we always say, don't we, that, you know, you kind of jump in a car. Well, we used to, didn't we? We jumped in a car and everything was quite close. But now even those journeys that are a little bit longer seem to be a little bit of an expedition now because it's not what we're used to. Everything's like an adventure. So we were talking um, recently in a clubhouse room, weren't we, about the fact that you've got your horse box and I've got my um, camper van. And now, like, I literally treat everywhere as, like, a little mini trip away because there's nothing else to kind of reward yourself with. So I I love it. Like, yeah. I don't know where I go. Yeah, but, you know, I think as well, in some cases, and we will get onto your wardrobe in a minute, I think in some cases it has opened up almost the rest of the UK because there are some beautiful places. And I think that whole staycation, as long as the weather's good, you know, I think it will be lovely to see. But now... Even if the weather isn't good though, like I just, I love love the elements of it and I love the terrain that we have here. And no matter where I go in the UK, there's always something to see. Like I love Windsor's amazing too because there's so many things to see. But St Albans, we're really lucky. We are a city next to the huge city of London, but also we're on the outskirts of the countryside. So I can literally go five minutes down the road and be in a huge forest, and that's just amazing for me because I'm a city girl, but need the kind of fresh open air to can maintain the level of madness that I have. Yeah, yeah, and I think we do that, don't we? The green space is, is definitely there. So your wardrobe. When, tell me a little bit about it, because obviously for, for your job, and I know things have been very different over the past year, um, but your wardrobe, do you have kind of a love affair with it? Do you have kind of a, a mixed 
mixed bag with it? Is there certain pieces that you love? What do you think when you open up your wardrobe in the morning? So, I mean, currently working from home, like I have done, I mean, I always work from home and always have done. So, but before I would go out and see clients all the time and my work wardrobe is always dresses, like a, a whole terrain of dresses that I can literally chuck on with a pair of tights and a pair of boots and I'm gone. And that was me all the time. And I loved finding those types of dresses that just worked easily you didn't have to think about them so that was very much my work wardrobe but working from home has been which set of pajamas am I going to work in until I've got a video call and then I have to put clothes on so that's what I've been like but but, you know, the, the, the dress is really interesting because the dress for me is like an unsung hero and like you said I just put it on you just need underwear all right maybe in the winter you might chuck tights on but you just need underwear and a dress and that's it and then obviously you can layer it up with maybe a cardigan or a blazer or a jacket or something I like always that. wear scarves I'm obsessed with scarves I feel completely naked without a scarf on that's really interesting. So, and you know, again, it's an accessory that I think is almost downplayed. People kind of think a scarf because it keeps me warm, but actually a scarf is so many different fabrics, you know, the silk, the, the Hermes style, the all that type of thing. They're so elegant and they're quite classic. So have you found then that obviously, I know you mentioned your pajamas, but have you mentioned through do you think through kind of that lockdown period whether it be the first the second or the third lockdown then that you have not worn your dresses half as much do you think they're really the garment that's been left kind of hanging my dresses much like you know leaving the house have turned into an adventure when I put one on I feel so glamorous so like some of the the meetings that I've had, like I wear a, a dress or I had a photo shoot, like a virtual photo shoot. So I put dresses on and, but you know, other than that, like going to, going out with my mates when, when um, the pandemic opened up, it was my 40th birthday that day. And I was like, dress, hair, nails, makeup felt a million dollars and it was something that I would have just worn to the office before not really thought about it but I felt amazing because of the contrast yeah and you know that's so interesting because you use that word felt so it's yeah. that word feel and so many but it's you know even working with clients over the past year the one garment that they haven't worn is the dress at home. Because like you said, um, you know, you kind of just haven't had a necessary a need for it. I did have a little pocket of clients, I have to say, who working from home, they carried on wearing exactly what they would have worn to work because they said it felt that, you know, they were going to work. But it's really interesting how you said you felt glamorous going out in one of your dresses that you would almost have taken for granted. A hundred percent. And I, I kind of, I'm glad I didn't go down the route of wearing a dress every day. I mean, you know, the first thing that came to my head was laundry. No way. I'm not adding to that laundry pile. There was, there's enough things to do in my life. So that would have been a no, no, but also I, you know, when I'm sitting, you know, in front, I've got two computers, two phones, you know, all of like, my life is mental. The thought of then adding to that drama in the morning is an absolute no-no for me. But I like being comfortable. And I even have those conversations with the kids because now they're back at school. 
three days a week they get to wear their PE kit to school because there's nowhere for them to get changed. And the teachers have, have realized that they learn better because they're more comfortable because they're not in restricted clothing, clothing. So I'm very much for that. Like when I'm not kind of in glam mode, I like to be in comfy mode. I'm not a tracksuit girl, but yeah, yeah. I do wear jeans and a jumper and stuff like that. Yeah. So do you think now, obviously we're kind of coming out of that lockdown, that actually, it's almost exciting in a way to go back into your wardrobe to go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to say hello to old friends because actually I haven't worn those trousers for a while and I haven't worn that shirt for a while. And actually now it's almost quite an, ex maybe exciting is the wrong word, but it, you know, a place that now you can go back in and almost feel a little bit inspired. Or do you think you've gone back in there and gone, do you know what? I actually haven't worn that for a long time because of lockdown, but I didn't really like it that much anyway. So do you think you've got the ability now maybe to take things out that you know now, gut reaction wise, that actually were never your favorite pieces anyway? Half and half. So the dresses that I really miss, like I'm so excited to wear them. Like I love that. But there's the, some of, I turned into blue jeans and grey jumper girl and some of them are like really cute and I definitely will keep them I really love them but some of them need to go and some of the other like jumpers and stuff like that that I would wear casually like I actually hate them I have no idea why I wear them I just go oh yeah that'll do they need to go completely but I need to mix up the kind of this, the the you know the, the gap between casual and and yeah. dress happy I need to find that gap because they're looking at my wardrobe it just isn't there like yeah. it is and I don't know whether that's because dresses feel really luxurious now or whether or not they're just there was only those two parts of me before so I, I do feel like there's a gap that needs to be bridged in my wardrobe so, and that's really interesting. And I think that's, that's a lot of people have actually found that. They found that the gap that they were missing, that they didn't really know they had because, because they they've almost created what's called a, a lockdown wardrobe. They've created the jeans, the gray jumper, or they've done, you know, the joggers and the sweatshirt or whatever kind of personality they are. They've created that, almost that uniform that they used to have a different uniform you know when life was definitely more normal and actually what's really interesting now is people are I've seen more and more clients now say do you know what I really didn't like that in the first place and that's not a bad thing and those are the bits actually now that you can take out because you used that word earlier on about feel you know and you know don't you if you put something on it it doesn't feel right whether it it doesn't you know, it doesn't drain, drains the color out of you, or it maybe doesn't enhance your body shape or something like that. If it doesn't feel good, we don't want to wear it anyway. So it's one of those garments you put back in. So have you been to the high street yet? Or have you done any online? Or are you actually now really reworking what you've already got? I've done absolutely nothing. And I know I really need to, but I've just not felt the want to kind of get back into that soup of people in the high street yet and plus I feel like I need to find the direction of where I want to go first too because I know that when I go to um <clears throat> the high street 
I go towards the things I always go towards and I've already got all of them. I don't, that's not what I need. What I need is some guidance in order to get, you know, fill those gaps. And I always find when I go shopping with my girlfriends that they'll pick up stuff for me, you know, even like on, for my wedding dress and stuff like that, they'll pick up stuff for me that I would never pick up for myself. So I want to get back into that when we can do that again and they can say, go and try this on because it will look lovely on you or that looks amazing on you when you're going, Oh, I'm not sure. And they go, you look amazing. Yeah. So I kind of need that back in my life. And do you know, that's so interesting because we're all very good. Okay. So I always say to people, what you see in the mirror is not what everyone else sees because we're all very self-critical. So we all look in the mirror and go, you know, oh, my hair doesn't look quite right. Or do you know what? I don't really like my arms in this, or actually I don't think it's that flattering. But what happens is when your friends or your mum or your, your husband or your partner or whoever look at you, they don't see what we see. So which is why your girlfriends say, oh, try that. It's lovely. Try this. It's lovely. Because and that's why it's that fresh pair of eyes that can sometimes really help. What you do have to be careful of when you shop with friends and, and things like that is that they will pick up things instinctively that they like. So what happens is you may have a friend, I don't know, who is quite classic. Let's take her as an example. Quite classic, quite heritage, quite traditional. And she says to you, oh, Denise, this will look lovely on you. And if you're not that type of classic personality, say you're a bit quirky or say you're a bit boho or, you know, something like that, it may look fantastic on you but you won't feel good in it purely because for someone who's a bit dramatic, they want things a bit quirky, a very restricted, structured, I don't know, let's say a restricted bodycon dress is not going to suit their personality. So it's, that's the only thing I would always say, if you shop with friends or family or whatever, you have to make sure that they're taking you into account because you know, when you get um, like a birthday present or a Christmas present from someone else and it's a piece of clothing, sometimes we go, Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you go, that's, that's nice, but it's not really me. And you, but because also what's happened is they've potentially bought it because they like it. And that's, and that's no disrespect to any of our family or our friends, but actually, that's just instinctively what we do. You know, I pick things up for my daughter and I go, this is lovely. And she goes, no, that's you. That's not me. And then you have to flip the brain and go, yeah, do you know what? She's completely different personality to me. She is a little bit quirky. However, she's all about the comfort. Then you take into their age. Then, you know, and you have to kind of work through all of that. So it's really interesting. How have you done for shoes whilst you've been at home and things like that? Because so many ladies have said to me, I have lived in slippers for literally so long. Um, but and so, to the point, the, the, one of the fashion trends this season is house slippers. So they're expecting people, yeah, I can see your face. They're expecting people to carry on. Whereas, you know what, you... I think lots of us have worn it for so long, maybe your slippers at home and, and whatever. Um, what about you with regards to shoes? So that's an interesting thing. <clears throat> so I'm a runner. I've been a runner since I was about two years old. And I, um, so in the first lockdown, 
I like got heavy on the booze, so got heavy on the running to counterbalance it um, and have completely ruined my foot. So I've done uh, muscle, ligament and nerve damage in my foot. So I've lived in trainers. So like my wardrobe's also been that kind of shit. Like I've got insult, any, if I have to wear boots, I've got these like specific insoles yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So I have to be really careful about what shoes I wear, which is really annoying because I'm such a shoe girl. I've got a massive collection of shoes and I look at them thinking I'm never going to be able to wear them again, but you know, I'm getting there. But I'm also a barefoot girl too. So around the house and stuff, like I'm not a slipper wearer at all. So I'll walk around in, in bare feet. And in the summer, I tended to wear um, flip-flops and sandals and stuff like that, which I'm not going to be able to wear this year sadly um so i'm looking at things like birkenstocks and seeing how i can dress them up to look nice i mean there's some that don't look too bad on the website so i'm just going to order lots and see there's a I'm lot of that style around though they've called it the comfort foot and it's just because obviously so don't just um have a look at Birkenstock, have a look at a lot of the brands because that style is huge. And yeah. I think what's happened is that the whole designers and everything and the trends, they've looked at what people have done for the past year. They know that everyone's way more relaxed in their dressing and which is why they've bought out relaxed workwear, which is why, you know, they've got the whole comfort foot um, based on, you know, you can take Birkenstock as an example, but honestly, there's a lot of brands doing yeah, it. it. So you may I can't imagine get... putting the heel on right now. No, and, and do you know what? Lots of people said that, even those that have gone back into the office, they've gone more of a wedge or they've gone with a more stock heel and things like that, rather than the, you know, maybe the three inch Louboutins that they were wearing. So, you know, it's really interesting. Definitely have a look at those because yeah. um, they're doing them in different colors and things like that, because, you know, there is so much of the whole relaxed look moving into spring, summer, that actually you will be able to do it. And do you know what, when I just heard myself say that moving into spring, summer, we're kind of near the end of April. Yeah. The time is just blown past, yeah. you know, it, it's just such a interesting time, but definitely, hopefully the weather will now get warmer and, and that type of thing as well. What about, um, we talked about your dresses and we talked about your feet and everything like that. Do you do kind of, um, do you like trousers? Do you go for like the, the wide legs or do you definitely, have you almost created a look that is dresses? Yeah. I really have. And, and it's not out of style. It's out of pure ease. I find it so easy to find um, dresses. Like I could, I could go out shopping and find a dress anywhere. But tops to go with trousers, I really struggle with. Really, really struggle with. I've got a cracking set of boobs. So I find that, you know, shirts and stuff. I've actually got a shirt on today, which is it, this one actually sits really nice on me. And you can wear it with like jeans and trousers and stuff like that. But usually shirts and stuff make me look very... Pitchy. Uh, in some ways. So what happens... I, I think it makes me look frumpy. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting, isn't it? So you've gone down the whole road of dresses because it's easy. But what it's actually highlighted is that you struggle with tops and bottoms. So, and that's why I always say to people, you know, a wardrobe tells a story. Absolutely, it tells a story. 
And then, you know, I can give you some recommendations and some tops and things like that. Because when you are bigger busted, you do have to be really careful because you'll either, <clears throat> excuse me, pitch like a shelf if anything's yeah. too high necked. If it's too low necked, you know, and you've got too much of a plunge, if you're in a meeting with business, you've got to be careful of what you're trying to say, you know, that type of thing. Shirts tend to be way more of a problem with ladies who are bigger busted because the buttons pull like this because yeah. they won't sit. And then you, they, what ladies tend to do is they go up a size, but then they've got too much material, which then makes them look larger than they are. So that's what's really interesting. You've now, that's why you go to the dresses because yeah. they're easy, they're easy to buy. And that's, but, but what it's done is highlighted what you're missing. Um, so it's, it's quite interesting. Have you ever heard of um, a brand called Dancing Leopard? I think so. Yeah, have a look at their dresses. Because you, I think if you like pattern and, and beautiful things like that, you'll love Dancing Leopard. And people like Rixo do the most stunning dresses. Um, so, yeah. But do you know what? It's been, it's been so interesting talking to you. I could, you know, I all, whenever we have a guest, I could just talk for hours because it's all about clothes and wardrobes and things like that. Um, but I have loved talking to you today. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for coming um, and having a chat with me and sharing, you know, sharing your wardrobe because it is, sometimes it's quite a private place, someone's wardrobe. And I do feel that, you know, I'd never want it to be like that, but it's lovely talking to you about the fact, you know, the dresses, but what it's also done is highlighted what you're missing. So now when you either look online or when you get fit to go back out in the high street, you can maybe have a look for the bits that you're missing um, and, and go that way. So um, I really appreciate you coming to talk to me. Thanks. Um, thank you so much for coming. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Hope everyone has got a little bit of information from it. Um, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it and we will see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.